3: Now stay with a fan for this special program.
4: Hey, baseball fans. The game is over. Welcome to the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. After the last pitch, you've made the switch for 17 years. It's time to talk about the game and the team with Tim Allen. Tim Allen's here. What do you got, Tim? We'll hear the highlights.
5: And that one's hit high and deep to right. Suzuki back. Her own man home run by Rowdy Tellez, and the Brewers have the lead.
4: We'll hear from the manager and the players. We'll discuss the topics from the fans to the front office.
6: I like Tim's perspective.
4: History is made each and every year and we're talking about it. 17 years of coverage after each game. Here's your host Tim Allen. It is a
2: final from American Family Field, and the result is not good. A 4-3 Brewers loss. A little bit of a uh, stunner here late as the Brewers were cruising with a three-zip lead into the seventh inning, and things just evaporated from there. Welcome in, everyone. It is the Gene Wagner Plumbing Post Game Show, live here in the Lakeland University Studios, the leader in online education. Learn on your terms. Lakeland.edu. There's... TJ Shea, Timothy John Shea, uh also known as Tim Stadium Shea. My name is Tim Allen, and uh, they fall in this one. Someone can someone explain to me how they're losing to subpar teams? They're four and five in their last nine games against the Pirates and Cubs. Okay. I I I I understand they're Major League Baseball teams. I get that they're trying to get you out on a given at bat. I get that they're trying to you know, shut you down a little bit. They're pros. They get paid a lot, too. They try to win. But ain't nobody going to tell me that the Cubs and Pirates are anywhere near a good baseball teams. Excuse, this, is a, this is a sample size of nine games. Excuse me if I sound like a broken record or if we sound
7: like a broken record, but it's the offense.
2: Well, let's right? play the blame game. Who do you blame on this one today? And, and, and conversely, who do you blame on the 4-5 and five mark against – Bad baseball teams. They're bad. The Chicago Cubs, are ba- they're a bad baseball team. The Pittsburgh Pirates are a bad baseball team. Yet you're 4-5, and five, and everything is a struggle. Everything, there's, <laughs> nothing is coming easy for this baseball team. Everything they're getting, they're earning. 414-799-1250. You do see some emotion here as of late, don't you? And say what you want, say what you want about little, little closed door meetings in the clubhouse or someone going crazy and ripping apart a clubhouse or taking care of a water cooler or a bat rack. Say what you want about those things. You can, you can tell me all day long. They don't, they don't help. They don't work, Etc. But I believe one is coming. We may not hear about it, but there's a little too much emotion being shown by this baseball team for it not to happen. They're losing to bad baseball teams. That's the tough part. That's the tough part. And you're making, making mistakes that really, I mean, come on. Boxberger, are you a Major League Baseball player to field a ball? Yelich? I don't understand your throw at all. I, I'm not quite. I'm not convinced that you can justify that play in any way. He's starting to come apart at the seams here, Christian Yelich. We're seeing. We saw some emotion yesterday. We clearly let's let's hear some emotion, Tim, if we could, from Christian Yelich uh, leading off the ninth inning. We know the clutch gene is gone out of him, so I didn't expect much. I really don't. I'm not knocking the dude. I'm just saying uh, what I expect out of him is in a late-game heroic situation. But here's what happened as he was uh, leading off the ninth inning today.
5: There Yelich, did he go? He did. Eddings rings him up. Yelich
8: questions that call. Yeah, flip the bat. He's fortunate that Eddings didn't throw him
5: out. So it's a strikeout to start the inning. They just got thrown out now. So Yell yeah, it's ejected. Oh, Craig Council on his way. You can see him say why.
8: Roberto Ortiz threw him out, the home plate umpire. He started to fire equipment back to the home plate. That's gonna get you ejected right away. Two
5: ejections today. Got some paperwork today after the game for Roberto Ortiz.
2: Hey, I don't know. I don't think he went. I think uh, Yelich has a has a beef right there. Yeah, some questionable calls there in today's ball game, both ways. The Brewers and Brad Boxberger got a break in that seventh inning on a strikeout to uh, Brian Reynolds. But you know, we're not going to blame the umpires on this one, are we? You're not, right? We're just playing a little bit of the blame game here. Number one, this game. Number two, the four and five mark in your last nine games against bad baseball teams. That's the only way I can explain it. Can bad baseball teams play well? Yeah, okay, sure. Brief moments in a baseball season. Yes, they can. You're going to line up these bad baseball teams, and they happen to play good baseball only in the windows against the Brewers. Come on. 7991250. Uh that highlight from valley Sports Wisconsin BA and Rock on that call, but we're seeing some emotion as well uh here in uh in Brewerland and uh I you know, I don't blame them. Something's got to give here. You're not playing good baseball. You're just not playing good baseball. You know, I uh I see, uh, I see other teams that go through a little bit of a funk. We, we see that all over the place, all over the league. But we typically see that in games that, uh, that, that are against pretty decent opponents where you just play down a little bit that day, and you can't do that against good teams, and that's going to cost you. This year, come on. I mean, they're, they're really, they're just not playing good baseball right now. Will they play better? I'm convinced of that. But just right now, how do you explain it? Who do you blame? What do you blame? If, if anything, we can default to Christian Yelich. We can default to Christian Yelich in the famous quote that'll live in infamy in a Brewer's uniform. That's just baseball. How long do we go with that? Thirty five thousand plus. 35,384 at American Family Field. Very festive again. Sounded lively today again. I'm liking that part of it. That's cool. 414 799 1250. John, you're going to be first up here on the fan. How do you explain this game as well as the four and five mark against bad baseball teams in your last nine games?
9: Terrible, right? I I go I've called you several times and I'm back. About- you got to back me on this. A couple of my buddies and I go round and round on this. They're listening to the show, and I said, "I'm going to call in, and Tim's going to back me on this." I've watched almost every Brewer game, almost every one. We lose him. One I, hand. No. How he's many still times he got a hit that has mattered in a baseball game this year? And I'm being who, who, generous.
2: Who's that? Yelich.
9: Yelich, yes.
2: No, he's he has all. no clutch at all. There's there's he's no he's clutch not, in him. There's he's no he's, moment in him.
9: It's even worse than clutch. I'm talking about when the game's three to three, and we need an RBI. He, he can't get it. It doesn't matter what part of the game—second inning, third inning, eighth inning—you can count on one hand how many times he's got hits that mattered this year that changed the momentum of the game or put us in the lead or got us closer. When it's eight to nothing, eight to two, when you hit a home run, who? Cares? I mean, it's it's. I blame everything on him and McCutcheon in the four hole. Stay home. 240, he's a bum. 240 with no power. Oh, you're being too critical. He's not a bum. He's a bum. And the four-hole, who's, who's got a worse four-hole hitter? At 240 with seven home runs. Now and then my buddies go, oh, they're 500. What are you so negative for? they Are there 10 games above 500? I'm not negative. They're a really good team. But those, the hitting is just, it's hard to watch when you watch every game. And you see that, Well, they're fourth in the league in home runs or it doesn't matter. They can't even hit a double play to score a run. I mean, if they are not hitting a home run, they have no clue to score a run. And you just can't win consistently in the playoffs. Every time I call you, I'm always looking at them as a playoff team,
10: mm-hmm. not
9: as a team competing against the Pirates and the Cubs, like you said. How are we four and five against them? I mean, that's
2: How is all... that possible? John, I'm sure your friends are listening. I got your back 100% on the no-clutch for Yelich. I've got you 100%. I'll go you one further on the, on the uh, cleanup hitter. Your, your five-hitter has been Colton Wong. <laughs> That's your five-hitter. That, that should have been Andrew McCutcheon there or Hunter Renfro or Omar Narvaez. But, I mean, it's Colton Wong. All right, so let's get, let's get back to Yelich. I had a conversation with uh, the guys on the Wendy's Big Show, talking some Brewers baseball. And uh, this was, I don't know, Tim, you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know, two months ago? Two months ago, I couldn't remember when the last clutch hit from Yelich was. Yep. I think he had a double in the seventh inning to knock in a run. Like, I don't know, six or seven weeks ago. And I know Gary Ellerson texted me right away. Is, is that clutch for you? Is that clutch enough for you? Not really. No. This, this is a guy that's a superstar that you expect game-changing moments, series-changing moments. Get on my back. I'm going to carry you guys for an eight-game stretch just doesn't happen anymore I, I don't know why I don't know how but okay so we're beating on Yelich today so that's that's a little part of the blame game what did you think of that play were you at the game today what did you think of the Yelich throw
9: yeah the other thing I was going to say is I think the only thing he can do well the only thing he can love to do well he's a phenomenal base runner his arm is to say it's weak is an understatement to say he makes good throws again you got to watch every game his throws are pathetic there's no other word for them they're inaccurate they're weak they're, he did it again today it's a terrible play by him it's the worst play by a pitcher but he's a pitcher it's a terrible play terrible throw why what i don't understand well you should
2: be it. just running in and calling time out once you hit the infield dirt and everyone stops action everyone's down exactly. everyone's done reset let's move on
9: and if, if again if you watch his throws from the outfield they're like he's a lot i'm like. He can't
2: have that weak of an arm. Throws What's a three-hopper into Boxberger. Like, the runners are holding. What are you doing? All right, John, I'm with you, man. There is zero clutch out of Christian Yelich, and I mean zero. I'm with you 100%. Do I think it's in him still? I'd like to reserve some hope in that. Yes. I, I think it's there somewhere. I do appreciate seeing emotion. I do. I, that part of it, and again, I, you know, those of you that raise kids and you think that's a bad example of sportsmanship and things like that, I don't know what to even say about that. Guys are competing at the highest level, in the most elite level you can possibly play this game. They're wound up a little tight. It's going to happen. It's, it's going to happen. It happened uh, 50 years ago. It's going to happen 50 years from now but I'd like to see that instead of that's just baseball laid back California cool California cool I'm cool I'm Christian Yelich cool I like that maybe this will get him going There were some check swings in that at bat and again I I proclaim and I'll say it again if he hasn't had his eyes checked he should I'm assuming he has but wouldn't that make sense, Tim Shea, if you yeah. had a little eyesight issue? Just
7: maybe. Maybe.
2: Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I'm, hey, it, it worked for Jackie Bradley Jr. It's worked for other players that detected that they needed corrected eyesight. Hey, I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, so we're playing the blame game today. And that is today's game. It doesn't all have to be negative necessarily, but Hey, you got to call it how it is. I'm not going to stop loving this team. It's not going to change. I care a lot. I don't know why I'm emotionally invested the way I am, but it just is. I can't stop it. I can't shut it off. I think there's a lot of you just like me. I know Tim, our producer today, he's the same way. You just can't shut that stuff off. Okay. Uh, 799-1250. Alex, uh, leaving American Family Field. You're next on The Fan.
1: Hey, Timmy. Hey, Stadium. I appreciate you guys taking my call. I'm sitting in the car here with my buddy Aaron. We're waiting to get out of traffic, and I just wanted to say we're at the game. We're sitting third base side about row 10. First of all, the crowd was electric, absolutely electric.
2: It was lively today again. I don't know what's changed over there, but, man, you guys have been great.
1: Listen, you guys got to give some credit to yourselves. I mean, you pump everybody up. You say every game is the biggest game, which, listen, every time you say that, I agree with you. Um, you know, everyone's getting excited. It's the back half of the season. Um, you know, we got Summerfest going on, but it's still exciting. Uh, the one point that I wanted to make, the reason that I called in was, you know, I blame this loss on, on counts, on cred Council. Um, I think that he did Foxburger dirty. He put him in with two runners on, nobody out, because you've been saying all year, Timmy, 7-8-9, box Williams-Hater. Give the man a clean seventh. We're going home with mm-hmm. a different tune. We're going into tomorrow, borrowing your ex-wife's broom, and uh, I think that uh, I think it's different. You give him a clean inning, you, you put him out there with two on, you're, you're setting him up for failure. What do you think?
2: Uh, well, yeah, you would like it that way, but wh- where is Brent Suter when you need him in a in a close game? Where where is he? He's only so if Brent Suter can only pitch in a six to one game, either direction, the this team doesn't play six to one games. They play four to two, three two games. That's just every night, every night. Nothing is easy. It's an entertaining form of baseball. But yeah, I agree with you. They that. That right there was a tough spot. They attacked Woody in that seventh inning. Yep. Seventh inning, they're down. They're down three, nothing, right? Or yep, was yep. it three zip? And it's base 4-0. hit. Yep. Yep. yep, base hit, base hit, double, RBI on three pitches. When was the last time you saw the Brewers do that and just attack? First pitch, let's go, and all the balls in play. I don't think I've seen it this year. I don't think I've seen three consecutive pitches in play by this offense all year long. Think about that. Maybe you could scour the, the, the game logs and find it. I don't think it's happened. I think they've swung at the first pitch of every sequence, a time or two, three in a row. But I don't think there's been three consecutive hitters on this baseball team that have put the first pitch in play. And they did it against Woody, and that was that. I mean, I would have kept Woody in there one more hitter. That, that would have been me. He, had, he was at 92 pitches. Alex, thanks for the call. Yeah, um, I would have I kept him in. That's a little bit of the blame there. One more hitter. Let's see what goes down. You got first base open. That's Woody's game. He has everything to win or lose on this thing. They, they take that stuff personal. So you guys coming out of American Family Field, and Alex put it right right there. It does seem different in that park these days. I don't know what it is. 414-799-1250. I like it. I I like it a lot. I didn't hear necessarily the rowdy chance with two outs in the ninth. (laughs) Here's another little piece of blame. Randomly, maybe disconnected, sure. 3-0 pitch in the seventh inning for Rowdy Telez. There's no excuse for getting jammed on a 3-0 pitch. I'm sorry. You don't, you don't swing at that pitch. 3-0 should be on a tee. That, that should be bare rolled on 3-0. That ball, if not over the wall or into the gap, should have been fouled straight back off the barrel or possibly a, a pop-up where you just miss it. He got all jammed up on that thing. Now, the baseball gods owed Rowdy Tellez Earlier in the game, he hit some rockets for outs, so he did get the flare on the jam job. But uh, there's there's another piece right there. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Nate, you're next. Uh, what's going on, Nate? Blame game today and the four and five mark against bad baseball teams in their last nine.
11: Um, can I can I just detour a little bit? Give it up for my boy Chester Henry today.
2: How about it? Another multi-hit game, Nate? Yes.
11: Hey, hey I don't I don't care. I'm, these Brewers, they're frustrating me. But I, I, I just like to see Keston have success because, for me personally, I feel like the Brewers, as far as manager and council, I feel like they have been doing him doing him wrong because I feel like he hasn't been given the opportunity that everybody else has. Everybody else in that in that Brewers lineup struggles; they strike out, they they uh, they ground in the double plays, but he's the only one. That gets hit with a newspaper
2: every time he does something wrong. So yeah, he's he he's evolving. Different. He's evolving and adapting to his role, which is really good. And Nate, real quick, I'll let you vent. But uh, come Monday, when they activate Renfro and Taylor, one roster move is easy. That's probably going to be Jonathan Davis. Now the other one gets a little interesting. Um, I'm thinking they're going to keep Keston here, and it might be Brasso that gets sent down.
11: Because, like I said, he's the only one that doesn't get the opportunities that everybody else had. Okay, um, but for Yellows, it's a where has this been?
0: Now, now, now
11: you're getting frustrated. Now you're mm-hmm. now like for me and personally, I don't blame. The, like it was a bad call, but who cares? You should have swung at the first pitch that he threw right down the middle, like. <laughs> Two thousand eighteen Yellich wanna put that would have put that first pitch in the outfield somewhere where he or, or, or over the wall. Like, I don't know where where like he needs to be more aggressive and not not always trying to get get uh, get get on baseball walks, man. Like take the bat off your shoulder and, and swing. Like you like trying to be he sometimes he's too patient. He's trying to be too patient. And then when he does swing, he doesn't swing like swing. Like if that makes sense. When he swings, he doesn't swing like 2018 Cristiano. Because if he if those balls, those balls that he hit on the ground will be getting through, and he, or he'll be hitting it to left field, or he'll be hitting doubles like he usually has. Like he needs to step it up man. Like everybody want to give him credit. Oh my god, he's 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 uh he's great as a leadoff hitter. Yay! Yay! How how much is this man getting paid? Like come on now. Christian Young is just a reason why they, the Brewers will never extend a purse, uh, never extend a player um after before they need to ever again. Ever again. I guarantee Mark International would never make that mistake ever again. They he will he will he would do like he did with Pennsfielder, and he will ride him out into the very end, and just risk losing him before he pays him again. Because every every person every every time you pay somebody for the Milwaukee Brewers after a good year or two, they they go in the crapper, and Christian Yelich is a prime example on, on the reason why it will never happen again. Nate, that's all I got.
2: I okay. I like you bringing it, man. Batting leadoff to leadoff a game, Christian Yelich is doing an amazing job. He's working the count, working pitch counts up. He's getting on base. That I get, and I love it. Late in the game, third, fourth time at the plate. Third or fourth time at the plate, guys. All that's off the table. Drive the baseball. Own The at-bat, the check swings are an example of that, where you're not owning the AB. That, to me, is what what we're seeing here with him. But I like to see the emotion. If you guys don't think there's some sort of, mm, I won't say snap, uh, snapping going on, there's definitely some frustration in that clubhouse. And I haven't been in there, I, you know, I've, I, well, I've been in there for many, many years. And they try and keep it jovial and they try and keep it, you know, fun and smiley and, and all that. But I have been in there when it's certainly quiet and down. But I just have this sneaking suspicion that something's going to happen. Players only meeting. We get reports of someone destroying a water cooler, a bat rack. A, who knows? I'm not saying it's going to help or not. I'm just saying what is. We're seeing more emotion out of this team than we've seen in some weeks and months. 414-799-1250. Tim, where you want to go here? Let's go to, uh, let's
7: go to Ron.
2: Ron in Rome. Ron, what do you say? You're on the fan.
12: Yeah, hi. Well, I got a lot of guys to blame, so this will take a while. Yeah, So okay.
2: We're playing the blame game today. Go ahead.
12: I blame Mark Antonezio first. I give him credit for signing Christian Yelich. It didn't work out. Everybody's been beating up on Yelich. All I'll say is the way he throws and that he has no power, I think he has a back injury they're not letting us know about. As far as the eyes go, I'm an optometrist. I've, no, I've asked for years to the Brewers, give the players routine eye exams. Bill Hall needed glasses. Corey Hart needed glasses. They say, told me they have an eye doctor, but I don't know if he is only for injuries or if they – them routine eye
2: exams. Yeah, how many uh, times over the years has, has has it been, especially in left field during afternoon games, where everyone's just running around like they can't see out there? And and again, I don't see it as much with the opponents, though. That's that's the thing. I, I I you know, and again, I I I think I know, like you, a little something about eyesight, and so I think I have a hundred percent right to speak on this. Why wouldn't you? And maybe they have. Maybe it's a question that we have to put into the team. What's your, what's your medical protocol on, uh, on, on eyesight and your eye, your eye health?
12: I never hear it addressed. But anyway, so and then the, I still, you know, in the beginning of the year, everybody was getting on my case. And, you know, John from Franklin, and me, complaining about the small ball. I mean, there's so many games. This game we needed one run. And we had six outs. We can't do anything. Christian Yelich, who I usually you know, don't like to pick on him, but he, he never swings at the first pitch. He, I think everybody knows that, and they usually give him a pitch right down the middle. Today he had a four seam yep. fastball. You couldn't have it more dead center almost. Yep. It was almost yep. that middle, middle. Yep. So he could have closed his eyes and swung at that and probably got a hit. And then, then who do we have to rely on? Jonathan Davis, 180 you know, hitter coming up from the minor leagues. Who did we sign to to we knew we we didn't have any hits against the Braves so who did that? this is where i blame Atanasio who did he sign Hunter Renfro who's a 240 hitter McCutcheon who was, was great but he's on the tail end of his career like uh, you know like Lorenzo Cain was so we have another guy on the downside of his career We need a guy like the Cardinals sign when they
2: need somebody Yeah we need a Christian Yelich is what we need Yeah that's what we need
12: but I don't think he's coming back. I think we're, he's about as much as we're going to get. He's as good as he's going to get now. Wow. And, and then and and then uh, yeah. So we just have these guys when these late. This, the, the beginning of the games don't bother me. If you want to swing for the fence, it's fine. But when we're in the eighth and ninth inning, and we are snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, then play some small ball. Just calm, get things calm down. Get into some extra innings. Get one stinking run. <laughs> We didn't
2: get a base. Last nine in. up, nine down. In fact, check this out, Ron. I'll keep you right here. Last nine up, nine down for the Brewers offense. We forget about blaming the bottom of the seventh inning when the table was set. With a double from uh, Adamas and a base hit by Telez. There's first and third and nobody out. You're down one right there. You're trying to answer a four spot in the top of the seventh table is absolutely set. First and third with nobody out. Where, where's my notes here? That happened
12: a lot this year.
2: Okay, yeah. Oh, then we get McCutcheon a strikeout. Wong a ground ball to the right side. Willie is pinched at the plate. And the reason is, this is always a good one, because you're the dum-dum if you don't accept this answer. Because it's been over the years, all the way back to Ned Yost. It's the contact play. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that's right. Let's move on with our day. It's the contact play. Like this is this is that ball was hit with the infield up. Willie should have read that. You go back if they choose to go for two on the double play. Then Willie takes off. Then you can you can sneak a run. But again, it's the contact play. You dumbass. Move on with your life. You don't know anything about baseball. Okay, so Wong grounds out. And then uh, let's see here. What happened after that with two outs? Luis Urias strikes out. So strikeout, ground ball, strikeout. The next six after that went down in order. It was feeble toward the end there. That's, you know, I probably blame that His late game, probably the seventh inning. You, you had everything going. I wanted the bunt by McCutcheon right there. I was, you know, the, you just gave up four. If you just played a run right there, you win this ball game. I'm convinced of that. Just answer back with a run to get it back even, then go from there. Wow.
12: But we, we had nine outs to get one run.
2: Right. Great. With a man on third. With nobody out. At the beginning of the nine up, nine down. But that's, Crazy. that's typical for this team. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, Ron. Thanks for the help. I didn't know you were an opto- uh, optometrist there, Ron. Okay, yeah, that's, that's cool. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. 1250 Leaving an American family field where I, you know what, I'm slowly starting to get a little bit better here to, to get out and about a little bit. Um, I, Tim, you and I need to get to, to a game, just the, like the we first do. half of the game. Yeah. And then just come on back to the studio. I, I think I'm almost there. Okay. Maybe just, just after the All-Star break or something. But I've got to experience this because you guys have been lighting it up inside American Family Field. It's cool to hear. It is. And make no mistake, this team is, is a good baseball team. But that doesn't mean – see, why, why you're upset? People, people ask me why I'm upset, and I know they ask you. Your wife does, your girlfriend does, your cousins, your parents, your kids. You're probably getting that peppered all the time. Why are you getting upset? This team is in first place. They're 10 games over 500. It's okay. Because they're better than this. If you just accept a few games over 500, three, four, five, six, eight games over 500, as being, man, they're great. They're not a great baseball team despite being 10 over right now. It's okay to feel that way. It's okay. The expectations are higher, they just are. Uh, Noah leaving American Family Field. What's going on, Noah?
1: All right. I'm blaming Andy Haynes. Because that's who they blamed last year for all this, and they did nothing to improve that offense, and it's ridiculous. That's true. I mean, that's
2: a good point. That's a good perspective. Okay, so Yelich is going bad. What do they do? They fire his longtime hitting coach, it, in, in effect, saying that he is at least partly to blame. Okay, that's, that's a great point.
1: Yeah, and I don't get it. I mean, we knew what was going to happen this year, right? I mean, what, they didn't do much to improve, and this is what's happening. And I, don't, I guess I don't know how you can blame anyone, but I guess David Stearns, right, it falls on him. I mean, maybe if they had more money, it's obviously it wouldn't. But I still, I mean, what did you what did you expect? Two forty hitter McCutcheon, two forty hitter throw, and this is where we're at. And the last thing, Timmy, I'll keep it short is that we've missed a really big opportunity here. The Cardinals are three and seven in the past mm-hmm. ten games, and the Brewers lay in an egg against two crappy teams, four and five. You missed good opportunities to be up five, six games in the Central, and it's they could look back and this is a huge time, huge time. It's that's why it's okay right
2: to be that's why it's okay to be a little upset with this stuff. Noah, thanks for the call. That's exactly yeah. why. You could be putting some separation to the point where let's let's just pretend. Okay, they're three and seven. Maybe it's three and eight in their last eleven, the St. Louis Cardinals. They're not scoring runs. They're not winning baseball games. You are playing the softer part of your schedule right now. And that's what upsets me, is that it's against the a bad Cub team and a bad Pirate team. You could be putting some separation upwards of four, five, six by the end of July. Maybe even more. Think about that. Now, would it get to the point where St. Louis would be sellers instead of buyers? Huh? You never know. I doubt it. But what if they were looking up at the Brewers seven games up? was 60 days left in the in the season. 7991250 let's get some more uh, reaction here. Brewers lose 4-3 the final today. They are 4 and 5 in their last 9 games all against the Cubs and Pirates. Bad baseball teams. Nobody is going to refute that. That's just baseball. Now, well, I, that's getting old. Guys, I'm sorry. It's kind of getting old. Uh, Steve, you're next on The Fan at seven nine nine twelve fifty.
10: Hey, how's it going? What's yeah, up? First, you know, I want to thank the Brewers. They really taught me to not care about hopeless situations anymore. <laughs> this, is, this is a hopeless situation. I think, uh, no, that, no, they, no, no,
2: no, 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 it's not hopeless. No, but continue. But,
10: but I got some
2: suggestions.
10: Well, first of all, regarding the record, they're lucky to be where they're at. They could have easily lost last night if Pittsburgh didn't get thrown out by 30 feet. Look at like the just the two games I can remember lately. San Diego when they should San Diego easily could have swept the Brewers here, but Brewers the, the baseball fairy gave them all those runs in the ninth.
2: Yeah, in but, that game one, yeah.
10: But I'm willing to help the Brewers. I'm gonna on my own. You know, I'm willing to sit in the outfield with a garbage can when Yelich is up to bat, and I'll bang on it, and I'm going to help him out. You know, it's worked for other teams. So that's an option. I think another option, though, and being serious now, I think Antanasio, he did great things for the Brewers, but we need some new blood, some rich owners like the Bucks got, because they didn't improve that offense, not at all, it's almost worse than last year at this point. And you get some new owners in there, get some new blood, with a lot of money. You know, we're never going to compete with the money of the Chicago's, the L.A.s, or the Yankees. But you got to do something. Antanasio isn't going to spend the money. You know, he likes seeing the stadium full, uh and he likes seeing them make the playoffs, and there's a lot of fans. That's all they want. But we get some new blood in there? I don't see them going out to get these big stars because they're not going to spend the
2: money. Uh, you could be right. You, you, you could be right. All right, thank, thanks for the call. Don't be a stranger. I like that stuff. I do. There, there is hope. Here, here's what I look at. If, if those of you want to point fingers at Stearns, okay? This, this whole regime, Stearns Council and essentially Adonacio, has has turned this organization around. They just simply have nobody can refute that. Okay. Is it time to take the next step? Yes. I'm with you hundred percent there. Here's what Stearns has been doing. A lot of blame. If you want to talk blame, let's not discount this farm system. Let's not discount the scouting system. Now this is a part that's interesting. Okay. See if you can go with me on this. Use philosophically most teams, bullpens. It's like a big wheel that you spin, and sometimes you dial in. It just lands on three or four guys that you acquire because bullpens turn over for a lot of most baseball teams on a regular basis. And sometimes those, those bullpen arms that you bring in, three or four of them just dial in, and they're dialed in to go along with your two, and now you are stacked in the bullpen, right? That's how just baseball standardly works. I think on the position player, that's what Stearns has been subjected to do. Instead of other teams where they supplement their free agents and their trades with up-and-coming prospects that prosper in the big leagues. Now we're talking offensive players. Zero help in that regard for Stearns. Zero. So he's got to play the -the spin-the-wheel game. He's got to grab these Mike Mustakas for a year, then grab him again. He's got to sign a Grand Grandal for one year. He's got to go grab a Renfro with a little bit of team control. That's a little bit of a bonus there. He's got to grab Omar Narvaez, a catcher that hits 22 home runs and is improving. He's got to make a trade for a Luis Urias. Nobody is helping from the farm system. Imagine if he could have that help. Every other team seems to have a young player, including this Pirate team, that is up helping the veterans or the mid-range guys. Just saying, on the position player side. So in that regard, you need to give Stern some credit for holding this thing steady when he's getting no help out of the scouting department. Now, that has changed recently, and I can promise you this. Probably before the All-Star break, maybe shortly after, we're going to go through what has happened in the last eight-year window via the draft with position players. Guys like Lucas Ursaig, Jake Gatewood. Remember that one? Big, tall, rangy shortstop. He, he profiles and projects to be a corner guy with some pop. Nothing. That's That's where you have to give Stern some credit. Now, he also takes the blame because he's in charge of the scouting department. Okay, in his regime uh, or his tenure here, we do have a bunch of prospects in that system right now. That will help. So now what do you do? You band-aid it until you get them. That's just what you got to do. Did that make sense, Tim? Did that that all make sense? Yeah, yeah, it did. Just sort of a, a philosophical deal? Yeah. All right, let's get one more in here before the break. Seven nine nine twelve fifty.
7: Let's go to uh Dave.
2: Dave, what do you say? You're on the fan. What's going on?
13: Oh, Jimmy. Uh <laughs> do you want me to discuss the hitting first or the blame first?
2: <laughs> let's go let's go with the blame.
13: Oh, guess who it is?
2: <clears throat> I'm not Come gonna on, imagine Jim. who you think it is.
13: It's Teflon Craig. You know, I sat through the whole game cooking. And I'm thinking, you got a guy who's batting third, hitting miserably. He's got a runner on first and a runner on second with no outs. I don't care if it's the first inning. Manufacture a run. Didn't do it. I don't know if Rowdy can even bunt, but he should have tried. That's number one. Because what happened next? McCutcheon hits a ground ball, and if runners would have been on second and third, the run would have scored. Instead, what happens? It's a double play, inning's over. So that's the first thing. Here's what bothers me, and here's why I disagree with you about, you know, leaving Woodruff in. Woodruff did not look good in the sixth inning. He got through it. He had pitched 89 pitches. He walked two guys. He was struggling. And who do you think council had warming up in the bullpen?
2: Was that Suter? Yep.
13: Nobody. He just said, ah, "I'm going to let him go." So he comes <laughs> in on the night uh, into the seventh I inning. Oh, buddy! And and you know, uh, Yoshi comes up from uh, Super Mario.
2: Susudio. Movie. yeah, Susudio yeah. comes up. Yeah.
13: And first pitch, what does he do? He hits it off the wall. Was anybody warming up? No. We're just going to let Woodruff go. That's why I keep saying this guy has no instincts about pitching. You know, he goes with this formula, and the one time he doesn't go with the formula, you know, he brings Boxbugger in with two guys on, nobody out, and disaster strikes, and none of it is his fault. That home run should have never happened. I guarantee you they wouldn't have gotten. I I doubt that they'd have scored if he would come in in the beginning of the inning. But no, we had to be a good old boy and not hurt uh, Woodruff's feelings, and and, and not um, have yeah.
2: And, and that's the thing. Sometimes sometimes it is an affront on a uh, pitcher when you do have someone warming up and he's not even in trouble yet.
13: Well, but he was in trouble the inning before on three pitches. And he pitched, uh, pitched eighty. No, I'm talking about in the sixth.
2: Yeah, yeah. He he gave up some traffic there. No, no question, no doubt.
13: So here's 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 my other thing. Somebody needs to take Yellich, McCutcheon, Telez, sit them down in a film room and watch all the batting practice pitches they're letting go by that are being grooved, and they're taking them. Those are batting practice pitches, Tim. I I, I, I had had it. I was on the bu- uh, bus watching the game uh, from my TV. Two straight, two pitches to Telez right down the middle. For the last out, so what's the one he swings at? The one right on the inside and lower part of the plate. Yeah, yeah. These guys are letting the fattest pitches go by. And they're throwing hanging fastballs, hanging curveballs. It's the same with Yelich. That that uh, strikeout that you were talking about with mccutcheon Both pitches that he took for strikes were yep, right down yep, the plate. Yep. What's the one he swings at? <laughs> The wrinkle. Way outside.
2: Yep, yep. I mean, you... you I, I, and, and even, even Dave, I don't know if you noticed this, even the 3-0 base hit in the seventh inning by Telez, right? he got all jammed up. That was a flare shot. That should have been a... 3-0 should be barreled, or you just don't swing at it. Yeah.
13: So, so you know, and the guy that called before about Hero, I guarantee you, Teflon Craig's going to screw him up. He's going to bench him. Or he's going to do something, and he's going to get his mind all messed up. And he's the most effective hitter we have right now.
2: He, you know what? I, I, and I hope, I, I hope that he doesn't. I hope Craig doesn't. Dave, thanks for the call. Great conversation. Sure. I look forward to it the rest of the season. Keston Hira, right now, it, it, there's some heavy-duty um, impact going with Keston Hira, potentially, down the stretch here. The evolution and, and adaptation of him as a part-time player and a non-just plug-and-play guy, he's starting to get it a little bit. You can tell he's just starting to get it back a little bit. They're base hits. I, I understand that. But where there's base hits, uh, he's going to start barreling up again. And I, 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 I show the same concern you have, Dave, that there'll be a, there'll be a series that, that will go three-and-a-half games or two and a half games, and Keston Hira will have like one at bat. And then then he goes back into the tank, and then he's back to Nashville. But right now, if you are going to activate Hunter Renfro, that's for Jonathan Davis. If you're going to activate Tyrone Taylor, who is that for? It comes down to Brasso or Keston Hira. So (laughs) Monday could be a big day. Uh, notebook, Mike, we'll get you in here before the break. I am way playing late for break. What's going on, Mike?
14: Hello?
2: Shoot, what's going on, Mike?
14: Hey, what's up?
2: We're playing the blame really game today. I don't want
14: to talk for 10 minutes like that guy. John from Franklin, he, he complains about everything. Just take it as it comes. But uh, Christian Yelich? I'm going to name two names, Ryan Howard and Jimmy Rollins. Both were all-stars that went into the tank. They did. And I think Ryan Howard was MVP. But, he was. But uh, Kirsten Hero, we were all like, what are we going to do with Kirsten Hero? Are we going to trade him? You know what they Kirsten. did? They sent him down. And now he's hitting the leather off the ball.
2: Right? Yeah. Yeah, and there's some hope right there for this oh, offense. I mean, there's I your five-hitter.
14: I said to Barley, I said, send Kristen Yelich down for a week. Oh, we can't do that. He's an MVP. I'll do whatever I want if I own the team. I'll mm-hmm. let you go because you got right. some long callers oh, coming oh, up.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, thank you. Yeah, thank I you, know. Mike. Yeah, thanks. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, Kirsten Hira, I mean – Again, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. We all, be, we all should be sort of happy that he's, he's producing a little bit now. It's kind of cool. It's in him. Guys, it is. And, and some players aren't just going to hit the. They're not all Acuna's and Soto's and Vladdy Jr.'s and where they just hit the big leagues and just off they go in, into the promised star land. It doesn't happen to all of them. They go through this, this process. And Keston certainly has struggled. I'm not saying he's out of the woods, and I'm not saying he's going back to you know, 19 homers in 84 games his rookie year. But he's if you're going to get back there, he's on his way. He really is. 4-3 the final today. This was a little bit of a crusher. And I want to continue to get your reaction here. 35,384 at American Family Field. Brewers were up 3-zip in the seventh inning. And the big blow, the game-winning blast. Go figure, Ben Gamble. Why he doesn't start every single game against the Brewers? Derek Shelton should have his head examined for that. Derek Shelton, by the way, ejected in today's game. Christian Yelich ejected. Some emotions going on for the Brewers here in these uh, in these games prior to the All-Star break. Uh, Tim Allen, a four-three Brewers loss. Gene Wagner, plumbing post-game show here on the Fan.
6: The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.
4: It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. What play got you the most excited from today's game? Did it get you up off the couch? It's time for the Call of the Game, presented by the 5 O'Clock Steakhouse. 5 O'Clock Steakhouse, Wisconsin's number one steakhouse by the Food Network. Visit them and make online reservations at 5oClockSteakhouse.com.
2: Yeah, welcome back. Brewers fall in game two of this three-game set, 4-3, three, the final and the rubber match tomorrow. Now, with a win tomorrow, uh, they will have gone 5-5 five and five in their last ten, all ten of those games against bad baseball teams, Cubs and Pirates. All ten of the games, 5-5. Five and five. Huh. Not good. However... Here's where the hope comes in. Hope is not lost here for this team. Ten games over 500, and they are a good baseball team. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Here's the reason why. That they're ten games over despite not even playing near their best baseball. And to throw in, as I've stated for now several weeks here, a bad schedule. A bunch of injuries, and yet they're still where they're at today. Now that doesn't mean that we expect that we don't uh, expect more because we do. So to to say that they're a bad baseball team, I don't I don't think it's fair. I just don't think it's fair. Can they look bad at times? Absolutely, and that's where they're at now. They're losing to bad baseball teams. Those guys are bad baseball teams, but this is just a window of time. Um, you know, I, it's, it's perspective. It is. And, uh, let's, let's talk about something fun. Like I went rummage sailing today. You ever, when was the How last time go? you went to, it, it went,
7: <laughs> you ahead. were talking to me off air about it last night. You were yeah, very No, it, it was okay. I'll get yeah. to your
2: calls here in just a second. Rummage sailing is just some kind of, I don't know. It's strange. You're walking up into people's property and houses and good morning and it's just i haven't done it in years but i bought two power strips okay guy had like 20 of them (laughs) i wonder where they came from and they're industrial for the band stuff okay so okay yeah yeah and uh then a a little coca-cola bottle opener that you mount to your bar you mount to the like your bar and you can just it was kind of cool
7: no no brewer stuff no I couldn't find any, hardly any, or, no, yeah. hardly any
2: sports stuff. No, hardly any sports stuff. A lot of kids' clothes, a lot of clothes, yeah. a lot of boom boxes. Really?
7: Boom boxes. Yeah. How there's a, those there's a term I haven't
2: heard. We'll get to our game recap. We'll get to Craig Council, uh, and we will get to you guys on hold here. A little bit of the blame game as uh, the Brewers fall today 4-3, and they're 4-5 and five in their last nine against the Cubs and Pirates. Todd, what do you make of all this?
6: Yeah. <laughs> Howdy, boys. What a great segue, Timmy. Um, <laughs> actually, um, I-, I missed the game. I was up at Ho-Chunk, man.
3: Nice. Down, How'd you dude, do? I'm
6: down, I'm down 500 bucks, right? So I'm thinking, man, I got to get the table. So I go over to the roulette, right? And I'm getting my butt
15: just kicked.
6: And I'm like, wow, I'm down to my last 100 bucks. So I said, Timmy 20 nickels, right? So I put. And, and and I always bet on number three, and number three hasn't hit, hasn't hit, and I'm betting I'm betting on red because black's coming up, black's coming up. So
13: finally,
6: and this this is pretty quick. So I'm down five hundred bucks, and I I came out of their hole. I put ten bucks on three, and I put sixty bucks on red, and I walked out of there with the five hundred bucks that I that I oh. came in there with. So
2: nicely cool done, nice recovery.
6: Yeah, it was the
11: Bottom of the ninth
2: game. comeback for Todd in Watertown. My yes, goodness.
6: It, it was a huge comeback. And this is, like, <laughs> one of the, like, four or five or six games I'd actually missed. And me and my wife, she's like, what do you want to do today? I'm like, ah, oh, let's go up to let's go up to whole chunk and uh, see if we can take a chunk instead of leaving. Uh, how did my, how
2: my 19 do in that run on roulette?
6: Oh, I didn't know. I wasn't watching the 19. Actually... There was a a woman next to me uh, just uh, I almost puked. she played a a a hundred bucks on uh, number two, and she hit it
11: and oh, I
2: thirty five hundred nice yes
6: and I played I played sixty on three right next to her and she hit it and when I walked up to the table to me, I'm like, I'm gonna put a hundred mm. on black and <laughs> I couldn't get in quick enough and guess what hit black but oh, any boy. rate uh <laughs> it Anything positive, you don't like your rummage sales, but I came out of their hole. I came back with my
2: uh, $500. Yeah, see, he's betting $500 at the casino. I'm walking around at a rummage sale in Racine. Come on.
6: (laughs) (laughs) At at least I came back whole, and I missed the game, but but it wasn't a a bad game to miss.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's good, Todd. Um, I, I appreciate it, and hey, keep us posted on when you when you go again. All right.
6: Yeah, I I'd, uh, I I'd love to go with you, buddy. I uh, tell you what, I've been out to to uh, a few times, and uh, there's nothing nothing like it out there.
2: That's Absolutely. True. All right. Take take it easy. Congrats on on the recovery, Bill. You're next. Before we get to our game recap and some pretty interesting highlights, what's going on, Bill?
14: Hey, Tim. You know, I kind of hate to call under the circumstances, but you know. I, this is—they've got a good pitching staff, but their offense sucks. <laughs> you know, I don't know how. It's, you, you're always talking about sample size. We've got more than half the season
2: through. It is. It is. I just
14: don't see where this offense is going to get any better.
2: Okay, gotcha, you, Bill. All right, I got you. Enjoy your Saturday night, man. It's a beautiful evening and some fairs and festivals. And Tim, uh, you know, there's there's really not much. Uh, not much uh better that i'd like to do than to hang out at one of the church festivals in our mm-hmm. corner of the state mm-hmm. I talk about this every year at this time where you uh you have a bunch of raffle tickets in one hand you're yeah. balancing a, a ear of corn dipped in butter and a bunch of salt you got a beer in the other hand there it There's is a, a live band going yep. on and it's a be- beautiful weather and the scenery is mm, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's a church festival, but okay. And uh, <laughs> then they're uh, announcing raffle winners. Oh, You're yeah. checking your t- yep. tickets. and I'd like to do that tomorrow night after a Brewer's victory. I really would because it, it kind of sets the tone a little bit. So I'm headed to one tomorrow night. Please, 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 please give me a Brewer's victory tomorrow. Take the series, re-rack it, get, get into the off day on Monday. I mean, hell, Brewers don't pull that game out last night. I think the Pirates are borrowing the ex-wife's broom. That's a frightening thought, too. Uh, let's get Jerry in here. Jerry, you're next on the fan. What's going on?
15: How you doing, Tim?
2: Uh, it's more important how you are, Jer.
15: I'm great, man. Listen, I, you know, I would love for someone to look this up. I talk about it with my friends and everything else.
2: How many times...
15: Do the Brewers come to the plate with the bases loaded or men on second and third and nobody out? And the first batter always strikes out. I would love that. That's the biggest problem. Because if that first batter strikes out, they all, yep. they all choke. You know, if that first batter with nobody out in the bases loaded or second and third gets a hit, then all the pressure's off everybody. And I was just lucky because I think their average stinks with that McCutcheon, men on first and third, nobody out. He struck out. And now that it comes down to well, I got to get a hit, and I think that's part of their biggest problem is that first batter, nobody out, bases loaded, and then he strikes out,
2: or, and or first out. and third with nobody out, yeah. and it's a strikeout, or, and out. or strike. second and third, nobody like, out, yeah.
15: I would like to see that stat. How many times they strike out? That that's is a that deep
2: deep dive metric, Jerry. That's a great question. Yeah. And we'll see if we can dig around for it. Okay.
15: That would be awesome, Tim. All, all right, sure. Jerry.
2: I always a pleasure, there. man. Always a pleasure. Oh, all you bet, Tim. What's yep. Yep, talking to uh Jerry for oh, gosh. I want to say at least a decade. Oh, if not more. Yeah, probably fifteen years, maybe more. My old mailman. He saw all that's my cool. that's he saw cool. all my illicit magazines that I would get. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get to uh calls of the game here with five o'clock steakhouse. You deserve it. Going through this emotional roller coaster with the Brewers here in the 22 championship season i think it it warrants a home grill kit from five o'clock steakhouse you get the steak you get the seasonings and the sauces the sauces are paramount to this you get a uh, instruction card with it to grill the steak now the steak is is big enough where i had it for two meals and i i have quite the appetite so i had it for two it was that big so check it out five o'clocksteakhouse.com. All right, let's go back to the uh, first inning today, 3-10 first pitch. Woody dealing, fly ball, ground ball, strikeout. Uh, Gamble, Hayes, Vogel back in that order. And the Brewers, uh, they're half of the first. Uh, in and out of business. Lead-off walk by Yelich. Adamas, a base hit. Table set. Tellez, line out to center. McCutcheon, double play ground ball. That's when I got your text, I think, Tim, it was right there. Yep. Yeah. First pitch, first right? pitch. Ground ball double play inning ending. Uh Woody, 3 up 3 down in the top of the 2nd and the uh, Brewers hit Pay Dirt in their half of the 2nd inning. Let's see here with one out. Uh Luis Urias got into one.
5: Urias sends one deep left center. That one is way back there and goodbye. Luis Urias. Puts the Brewers on the board first here this afternoon.
2: Yeah, 10th home run on the year for the Brewers' third baseman. They did get a walk from Omar after that. Strikeout Sahira and Peterson ends the frame. But one zip into the third. Woody answers the call right there in the third. Three up, three down. Four strikeouts through the three scoreless. Pitch count in great shape at that point. 37 pitches into the uh, bottom half. Willie, a uh, one-out base hit. Brewers off the board into the fourth. Woody, one, two, three again. Pitch count at 47 through the four scoreless. Who jinxed it? More on that in a second. Uh, A couple of base runners for the Brewers stranded. Two outs, a nine-pitch walk to Omar, then a base hit by Keston Hira, but a fly out by Jace ends the inning. And into the fifth inning, Woody, do you have it in you? I was thinking about it at this time. Ah, one out double to Susudio, or Sutsugo. Uh, Walked a man in that inning as well. Punched out a couple of hitters, eight strikeouts through the five scoreless, one hit, one walk, no runs. Brewers add to the lead in the bottom of the fifth inning. Lead off double. Opposite way for Christian Yelich. Strikeouts to Adamas and Then He's sitting there with two outs until Andrew McCutcheon had one swing and he trades places with Yelly.
5: And he shoots one to right field, a base hit. Yelich off of the crack of the bat. He'll score easily. That gets by Castillo. McCutcheon on his way to second. Two to nothing Brewers as McCutcheon delivers with two outs. On the first pitch, that's a stunner.
2: Yeah, Shelton then goes to his pen, uh, Wong pop-up, ends the inning, damage done, two zip into the sixth inning. Was it going to be enough? Let's find out. Woodruff, a little trouble in the sixth inning, Lead off walk, two outs later, another walk. Uh, more importantly, no runs in that sixth, nine strikeouts through the sixth. Uh, scoreless for Woody. Brewers add on a single tally in the bottom of the sixth inning. Luis Urias was aboard at first with one out. Uh, He reached on a hit-by-pitch, and Keston Hira gets the ball in play.
5: Better play for him, but Hira is going to make him pay for it. A base hit, and it gets by Gamble and left. Wind him up. Here comes Urias. He will score. Here to second base, a gift run by the Pirates, and it's three to nothing, Milwaukee.
2: Three nothing into the seventh inning. Right about now, you're you're chalking this up to a victory, right? Raise your hand if you thought three zip into the seventh inning. I did. I, I absolutely did. Yeah, Tim, did I, you?
7: I, well, I'll tell you this: you can't get mad. Okay, I put in our in our sound button thing here that we use. I got Mm -hmm. the Brewer's win song ready. Oh, yeah.
2: At about that time? Yep. Oh, great. Here's uh, an attack mode by a team, and and someone needs to show this to me if if it's ever happened this season. Three pitches, three hits for the Pirates in the top of the seventh inning. Now, I would go one step further to say I'm not sure that three balls on three pitches have been put in play in a row by this Brewer's offense. Just saying. And they attacked him. Base hit, base hit, RBI double, and that's it for Brandon Woodruff. It's, uh, he, leaves, he, he leaves the ball game, and uh, that's what we call the good old-fashioned ambush right there. And now Boxberger has to come in second and third. Nobody out and one run already in. And Box gets a gift call on a strikeout to Brian Reynolds. He's upset. Shelton's upset. He gets ejected one out, one in second and third. Shallow fly ball to Yelly and this ensued after that. Check this one out.
5: Boxberger deals and he popped him up. That's going to stay playable. Long run for Thomas Yelich coming in. Yelich makes the play. Newman stops. Throw gets away. Got a hurry. Runner coming home. And a run scores. Man. Oh man. Oh, man. Oh, Boxberger man. was the one who misplayed that. And the Pirates able to swipe a run here as Newman
8: heads up base running. That's just bad defense. That wasn't a very good throw by Yellich. He has the baseball just kind of fires it in of a tough play for Boxburg, and that was just not a very good throw. Not sure why you make a throw like that and just run it in. You don't have to do anything with it, and it cost the Brewers a run. So both teams have given up runs on errors today. That'll be an E1, and now Boxburg
5: has got to regroup a little bit. I mean, obviously, hindsight—if he just lets the ball roll through, it's no problem.
8: Don't
2: even throw it. Just run it in. Yeah, that is a crazy play right there. I mean, that play, I I went on tilt on that play. You had almost three different issues. An eleven year old could make a better throw than that, (laughs) Christian.
7: I I don't like I I get it why Box got the air. I I just
2: then Boxberger field the baseball. Yeah. You're a big league baseball player with a glove on. In or front of the it. third third issue is just let it go then. You got some backup. I mean, again, just run the ball in. I'm with Rock. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. What's <laughs> his comment on that? And I'm right there with him. Just run it in. Everybody freezes, reset, and go to work again. Well, you lose momentum in a play like that. You open the door in a play like that. You change momentum in a... Uh, Uh, ejection there. So a a lot of wild activity was going on in that seventh inning. So Voxberger has to to get back out there and really Ben Gamble, and he goes two-run home run to stun the Brewers and give the Pirates a 4-3 lead. They score four in the frame to take that 4-3 lead into the bottom of the seventh. Okay, that's a one-run game. You got your offense. It's a bad baseball team in Pittsburgh. You get the table set in the bottom half. They try to answer. Lead off hustle, double, uh, Willie Adamas, followed up by a base hit by Rowdy Telez. He got jammed on a 3 0 pitch, but I'm, I'm not sure I would have been swinging at that pitch. First and third, however, and nobody out. You're going to get this game tied, right? Here's, here's – it, it went even more south. Strikeout, ground ball to the first baseman, throw to the plate to pinch Willie at the plate for the second out, and then Luis Urias with a strikeout. And then it was just nothing after that. Hobie Milner – well, I guess the highlight would be Hobie Milner, one, two, three, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout in the top half of the eighth inning. He's having a great year, guys. He really is. Kind of an un, un, under-talked about. Uh, issue there. Brewers 1-2-3. Gustave does his job in the ninth. Brewers 1-2-3. Last nine up, nine down for the Brewers offense, and there's your game. A 4-3. Pittsburgh Pirates victory. We're going to get to uh, Craig Council up next. And, you know, Woody had a quality start today. His ERA just dipped back up over four. But a quality start for Woodruff, and just things got a little messy in that seventh inning. And... Guess it'll happen sometimes, but self-induced as well. Talk more after the break here. Craig Council, Gene Wagner, plumbing post-game show after the ball game today. Brewers need the victory tomorrow. We'll get to Craig Council next here on the Fan.
0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
4: It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. Let's get the scoop from the skipper on today's game on 1250 AM The Fan.
2: Brewers lose game two of this three-game series at American Family Field against the Pirates. We'll get to council in just a second. We'll also take a trip down memory lane. Did you realize you're making me feel old here? Man, time flies by. It seemed like a few years ago, but it's been 20 years since the All-Star Game was played in Milwaukee. I was a junior in high school. 20 years. Whoa. Being at that game, somewhat historic game for sure. But uh, we'll take a trip down memory lane with some highlights and some uh, analysis on that in just a, just a couple of minutes. But we do need to get to Craig Council after his team loses game two.
16: Well, I mean, they, they scored four runs. Um, you know, they, they they swung the bat well. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't know if, um, you know, I mean, they, they hit the ball. They did a good job swinging the bat. Perfect um, I mean, I, you know, Woody had a bunch of strikeouts, um, you know, I mean, I think as you, that's, you know, as you kind of get through the lineup a couple times, I think you know, that could be a strategy for a hitter and they, uh, you know, they hit a couple of balls hard to start the inning, um, you know, and then, uh, you know, they got, they got a big, big blast off box. In a perfect circumstance, how does that play unfold on the fly ball to Yelly there? Um, um I, I, you know, I just the box isn't involved in it. Who who would make that that cutoff? Normally, would that be Willie or, or how should I that? Play? I don't really. No, I mean Willie's going on. They're all they're going for the pop up, so there doesn't yeah, there okay, doesn't need so. there doesn't need to be a there doesn't need to be a cutoff man there.
7: He yeah, just goes home. right? Yeah. You think a play like that where Box kind of got was in, in the wrong place? Does that impact the next hitter or a veteran? No,
16: left? I mean, no. Because the first two were, I don't know, know—if he fell behind is the key there, right? With, with yeah, I mean, he fell behind and, and left the pitch out over the middle of the plate.
0: What did you think of what he kind of up until that seventh inning?
16: Uh, I mean, I, th- I thought he pitched really, really well. Yeah. Um, you know, the eighth they took a little bit out of him. He probably, was, I think it was his highest pitch count in inning. Um, but he made some pitches and, and felt good going back out there. And um, like I said, they just, they, they jumped on a couple pitches early in the count. And and then uh, we just we just weren't able to get out of the inning. you
7: feel like he's getting stronger like
16: each time? I think he's pitching very well. I mean, I, I think he's pitched well all three times. I mean, I'd, all three have been kind of carbon copies of, of each other just kind of another frustrating day offensively is a lot of, another day with a lot of action, but just not a lot coming across. Yeah, we're missing, we're missing the next hit for sure. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it's keeping our run total down every day. You know, it's, it's the three, the four, the two. Um, and, and so, you know, we, we need that next hit. We need the, we need the, um, productive out with men on third, a couple times this series, uh, we haven't got so, um, you know, that's the story of scoring runs.
7: Craig, how do you correct that? I mean, part you've
16: said in baseball. It's knowledge. just good at bats. There, there's nothing, you know, it's, it's, a, it's just having good at bats in those situations.
2: Yeah, and you got to get that uh, next hit, keep the line moving. They just haven't been able to do that, that's for sure. A little more of a pragmatic Craig Council today. Basically, just that's what it is, Craig Council today. They scored four runs in the seventh. It is what it is. That's was Craig Council today. All right, yeah. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's get to uh, just a, a trip down memory lane with the All-Star Game 20 years ago, and we'll get you on this uh, again next weekend as well as we get closer to the All-Star break and the All-Star festivities. But, uh, yeah, this is going to be fun. We'll have that for you next year. Gene Wagner, Plumbing Post Game Show, here on The Fan.
4: It's the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Post Game Show. It's time for the Are You Kidding Me? Moment of the game on 1250 AM The Fan. Gene Wagner Plumbing, celebrating over 50 years in business. For any residential, commercial, or industrial plumbing needs, go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com.
2: All right, two things after a 4-3 Brewer's loss, are you kidding me, moment here. Um, coming up is, are you kidding me? It's been 20 years since the all-star game was here in town. And the other, are you kidding me moment is Tim, if I could just rack up that play in the seventh inning where, uh, number one, Brad Boxberger wanted to be involved in a play when he really didn't need to be. And then Christian Yelitz was thrown like a three-year-old uh, and skipping a ball two, three times, like he's skipping rocks out on, uh, I don't know, pick a lake. Yeah, just, just check this out. Are you kidding me? This is what happened. Man, oh, man. Boxberger
5: deals. And he popped him up. That's going to stay playable. Long run for Adamas. Yellich coming in. Yellich makes the play. Newman stops. Throw gets away. Got a hurry. Runner coming home. And a run scores. Man, man oh, man. Oh, man. was the one who misplayed that. And the Pirates able to... Swipe a run here as Newman heads up base running.
8: That's just bad defense. That wasn't a very good throw by Yelich. He has the baseball, just kind of fires it in. Kind of a tough play for Boxburg, and that was just not a very good throw. Not sure why you make a throw like that and just run it in. You don't have to do anything with it. And it cost the Brewers a run, so both teams have given up runs on errors today. That'll be an E1. Now, boxberger has got to regroup a little bit.
5: I mean, obviously, hindsight—if he just lets the ball roll through, it's no problem for Narvaez. Don't even throw it; just run it in. Mm-hmm.
2: Wow, that—that that was ugly, guys. It really was. And, and Craig Council said hey, it had nothing to do with the two-run home run. After that, I don't—I don't necessarily agree with that, guys. These—these these guys know the situation. And that is a, a big league manager that disagrees with momentum. When you answer like that, I think there is momentum. I think there are tipping points in a game. I'm not convinced that there's a two run home run if that play freezes everybody and he goes back to work with a two run lead and two runners aboard and two out. I'm not I'm not just not convinced that it all turns out the same way. so I, I disagree with Craig on that one. Uh, that uh, highlight from Bally Sports Wisconsin. Check this out. Those of you of age that can recall 20 years ago, the All-Star Game in Milwaukee here, we'll just take a walk down memory lane.
3: Didn't get his arms extended as he raises one into right center field. At the wall, it is...
5: Is that any good? That'll wake you up. My goodness.
3: Way over the wall to take a home run away from Barry Bonds. And fans in Minnesota will tell you that's routine for this guy. And Bonds (laughs) says thanks a lot. He'll easily shatter his own walk record this season. He should. Bonds swing 4-0 For 4-0 National League. Bonds didn't do much in the home run derby, but here he's come close once and now hit a line drive into right to make it 4-0 and a kiss for his son.
5: Barry has his own individual home run derby. And he hit that home run against a pitcher who has allowed the fewest home runs in the major league since the beginning of last year. Ray Holliday. Holliday.
13: Goodness.
3: And everything else. Here's a shot into left center by Soriano. Goodbye. 20 already during the regular season and he has made this a two-run game.
4: Oh, yeah. There
3: are many players who have come along lately like Alfonso Soriano. Oh, I'm telling you, man, that something. Ooh. 20 home runs in the first half. He leads Major League Baseball in total bases. And he's a good guy on top of it all. And he oh. just launches one here in the fifth oh. inning against Eric yeah. Gonzale, who has been almost perfect out of the bullpen for the Dodgers he's the clear pitcher tonight for to the National League Garcia with a 2 2 pitch to Santiago game over and this game will end in a 7 7 tie we'll take a break and come back with much much more this game ends in a 7 7 tie.
4: After 11. More from Milwaukee in a moment. Check out this. It's harp. the Gene Wagner Plumbing Baseball Postgame Show. Time to turn the page and take a look at the crew's next game.
2: That was kind of cool, and that brought back some memories. 7-7 tie and the Boo Birds out in Milwaukee for the 2002 All-Star game. And the representatives, by the way, if you're wondering, Jose Hernandez and Richie Sexton representing the Brewers. I remember uh, when I was at the game, they gave away this sort of seat cushion, backpacky type thing. Had a little bobblehead or some figurine in there, a bunch of literature and coupons. And, and it's, it's in my basement. It's in a bin. I don't know if it was worth any money or not, but I never know. 20 years old now. They still hand those out
7: at the games.
2: At the All-Star At games. the All-Star Games, that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was with the ticket. I threw the ticket stub in the little cubby compartment in that thing, and it's just laying in a bin somewhere. The MVP was Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds, the MVP of a seven-seven game. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. All right, let's uh, turn the page and uh, get the matchup for tomorrow's game, the third and final game of this three-game set series on the line, and the Brewers can take the series, obviously, with a victory. First pitch, one ten. After the last pitch, you make the switch. Gene Wagner Plumbing post-game show. We'll be talking some Brewers baseball, hopefully in a much better frame of mind tomorrow after a victory and then into the off day. But uh, let's check the matchup for game three. Going for Pittsburgh, our good friend Jose Quintana, 2-4,
7: and four, 3.33 ERA. Going up against Eric Lauer, 6-3, and three, 3.84 ERA for Lauer.
2: A couple of lefties going at it. Yeah. Lauer coming off a nice performance. So he has turned things around uh, from a pretty uh, challenging month of June. So hopefully they can uh, they can get a bunch of run support for Eric Lauer. That's for sure. All right, that's, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for listening. Enjoy your Saturday night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow afternoon. And for Tim Stadium Shea, my name is Tim Allen. We'll talk to you tomorrow, and despite the outcome tonight, smile, Milwaukee, the world will smile back.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one,